2: One of those things, couple of guys.
0: Andy Randy! Andy Randy! Andy Randy!
3: Having discussion? I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up, pimp. If you want me, you can find me in that. What are you looking
0: at me like that for?
3: What are you talking about? We're supposed to make eye contact.
0: It's the Midday Show with... Andy Barker and my son, my baby boy, Randy McMichael.
3: When I crack open this mic... <laughs> that
0: was the most media member thing uh, that's ever been yeah. said. Andy, Montez
1: McMichael as Randy, and my firstborn son, Andrew Stephen Bunker as Andy.
0: You can't say
3: Randy without saying Andy It's the Andy and Randy Midday Show. Boring answer.
1: Just make sure you don't touch
3: that dial, then we'll be cool. Touch it and use the phone. On Sports Radio 92.9 The
4: Game. Yeah.
3: Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. Hoping everybody had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Christmas as we will talk about it. But... As Andy is on vacation until the new year, I am pleased and I am honored. And as we always say here, Big Mike, we always say welcome to the Midday Shows, man. Mike Johnson's in the house. What's going on, Big Listen, Mike? Listen,
2: man, um, I'm probably at some point in the next four days, I'm going to call this the Midday Shift. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's going to fly out of my mouth. I'm happy to be here, man. I'll do my best uh, Andy Bunker impersonation. I, I don't know if I sound like I'm from the Pacific Northwest. Neither does he. Uh, <laughs> Neither does he. Andy's been in the South too long. He got, man, he got a little country twang to us. We got We'll trade some uh, Andy stories along the way, too, man. I had a couple of drinks with him at a concert yes. uh, two or three months ago. Yes. He's, he's a crazy cat. Man. Yeah, yeah,
3: he He's a wild boy. He's don't don't
2: cat. let the smooth looks fool you about Andy Bunker now. He's, <laughs> a, he's a wild boy. He and I are at uh, very similar stages of life. Yes, The young are. ones. Mm-hmm. Um, our wives met at the concert. Actually, Sandra and her uh, husband were there as well. And it was funny, man, because it was like you could tell that both – all four of us with the young ones were like, it's go time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, Baby right. sitting Babysitting at the house, pouring up. I mean, every third sentence out of my mouth, Andy would look at me and go, hey, you want to get shot? Yep, that's him. <laughs> that's him, man. And this,
3: like you said, y'all ain't got <laughs> the kids the same age. You know, my, my little man Jack was uh, born six months ago, so obviously they're having a good time. When they get away, I already know how they are. I know how oh, him man. and Ashley get down and have a good time, man. But I know you were just talking in the crosstalk, you know, like you said, you got the young kids. I have kids, and, and, and you know, we know the whole got to get up early in the morning. Stay, oh, I'm sorry, stay up late trying yes. to put stuff together. And my biggest advantage this year was – I started early because I know Smart, I've been in tears on Christmas Eve night because I'm because f- I'm I'm flushed with eggnog <laughs> and bourbon and it's four o'clock in the morning and I can't find this one screw hey, and yeah. it just drives me crazy. So this year I got I wait I was I, because I never take days off unless we go on vacation. Yeah. And so last week I had the week up, didn't know what to do. So I'm like damn boxes, let me just put this stuff well, together. How old's now? your youngest? He's one. He's okay. one. He's real. I'm sorry, he'll be two uh, next month. Okay. And then I have the 10-year-old yeah. who promised me on Christmas, he said, Daddy, I promise you I'm going to sleep. T- I'm not going to come in the room until 9 o'clock.
2: That's I like, nice. I, said, I promise. Yeah. I like, You're real solid then. Sweet. So you, you split Sweet. the gap, man. You hit the uprights. I, uh, My son, this is the first year he's been excited for Christmas. He still didn't understand, like, right. what exactly to expect, other than, like, there's a bearded man coming into the house tonight. Right, right. And, you know, we did, like, the, you know, they had the they had the tra- you know the boot tracks throughout the house, yeah. but man I I'm, my wife bought the uh the little the little girl kitchen for my daughter she's almost two coming up on two, and bro when I tell you a thousand screws <laughs> like a thousand, a thousand <laughs> like I, I, I tweeted out a picture of it and I, <laughs> I got to look up who it was man one of the, somebody tweeted me back and said it's either a kitchen or a space shuttle I can't tell which one it is based on the instructions but uh, it looks like one of the two. Took me three hours, yeah, uh, ten o'clock to about one o'clock. And I finally I, I tweeted my back. So I just finished, man. It was um, but it's fun, man. It's it, there's nothing that can take it away. And you know what's funny? And it's it's cool being in here with you. And I got to be honest with you about something. I work, uh, you know, obviously six to nine. Everybody knows me from the morning shift. Both of my co-hosts, neither one of them have kids, right? Right. Ugh. And then we got Dylan behind the glass. He ain't got no kids. Well, either. I mean, Dylan's seventeen. So right, yeah, right. yeah Dylan's seventeen. And so yeah. sometimes when I walk in, I'm like, man, rough night last <laughs> night. They look at me like, hmm, yeah, yeah. You good? I'm like. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to hold it together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but they don't quite vibe with it, man. So it's funny talking to you about it. And uh, it, it's you know Dayday joined us a couple months ago. It's been fun talking to Dayday because he's he's been there obviously, and uh, you know he's got kids of all ages and understands the grind that that can be. Yeah, dog. It's a uh,
3: it's it's a great grind, but it's 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 one of the things where you it, know it'll hold you. To yeah, like I said, nine o'clock. No, no. Uh, see, where's your family at?
2: Where's your family at? Like, your, like the, your kids' grandparents? Uh,
3: my mom mama, my mama came up to the house yesterday. My mom lives in Barnesville. Okay. My wife's parents live in California. It's okay. from L.A. Right. And so they get spoiled by all that. My mom came to the house with checks. My mom my still writes checks. Okay. So all the grandkids got checks yesterday and socks from the sock shop. Because everybody who knows is from down <laughs> yep. in Spalding County and yep. Griffin. The sock shop. I'm 40-something years old, and my grandma got us gifts from the sock right. shop. So mama came with checks and socks yeah. yesterday yeah. and so yeah but no it was uh, it was exactly. a lot of fun man but i'm telling you mike yesterday after all the presents and everything i mean i'm exhausted and i just look over and all of them are sleep on the couch i wanted to go wake their ass up so bad because i'm like y'all just
2: woke me up we tried to do uh, uh a get together with a couple friends of ours because i was going to say my our, you know my parents and her parents are all in florida um and so we tried to do a get together uh last night with a couple of friends of ours And you, when you got kids, my kids' ages, dude, you got like a two-hour window, Mm -hmm. right? You you got to get them dressed. You got thirty minutes to travel. You got two hours to get there and enjoy company, and then it's like bedtime, right? You know what I mean? So like. Then all of a sudden, one of them's on the floor walling around. Somebody took her Christmas toy. <laughs> it's, it's over with. You try to throw one of them in the pack and play, you know, in the, in the guest room. She ain't falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Hour later, you headed home, and you're like, "Dude, where's the bourbon at?" Yep, it's go time.
3: Yeah, but man. Yeah, It is, man. It, it was is. Fun, but man. it
2: was. I'm glad everybody had a great weekend and everything.
3: And like Mike said, we'll be together all week making fun of. You know, Garrett. Garrett Chapman. That's big my G-C. main man right there. But I'm always about my favorite line to him is "Don't blank it up, Jared." Yeah. All right, don't bl- don't <laughs> blanket up today, man. All right, because you know we know you're not used to being in the big seat and everything. So don't mess it up and everything today, Garrett. but as much as i love i love me some garrett chapman man and so obviously we'll bring him in because we're going to talk some college football as we uh get ready for these big games this weekend which you didn't even know in damn alabama Dude, played. i thought it was on
2: saturday oh no. i really did no, like i'm kind of heartbroken they now. play on monday man i'm yeah. hurt
3: they're gonna play on monday I'm and hurt. everything but uh yeah we'll, we'll get to college football but like you were talking about the falcons they did win yeah they did win and they won handily it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that was that was the one thing I was sitting there watching the game, Mike, and I was like, okay. They're going I said they would, I said they'll probably win this game. I didn't think they would win like this. Now, cause I thought Indy was maybe
2: a little bit better than they actually were, but I thought they would be more efficient offensively, right? And yeah. and, and here's what here's what we were doing. We talked I was talking to, to our boy Go for pregame, right? Michael Pittman's out, and that's their A1, right? That's Mike he Evans is. to them. Um that's the that's their dude. Right. And so after that, it's it's Josh Downs, uh, North Quinnette, I wanna say, grad, uh, from Indianapolis. And so my whole my whole key to victory for the Falcons this past weekend was who's gonna cover Josh Downs? Right. Because the bottom line is when you're Gardner Minshew and you're missing your one and somebody brackets up your two, and all of a sudden your feet get a little pitter patter and you're having to read things. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they did it. Like, I think the first pass of the game, DeMarco Helm's chopped him down. Like, Josh Downs gets the ball, man, maybe a two-yard game. DeMarco Helm's chops him down. Jesse Bates was on him one-on-one a couple times. A number of guys, man, and they just did a good job. I think Downs ended the game with 40 yards. But then that leads to what? Six sacks. Mm-hmm. Then that leads to him getting off the field on mm-hmm. third. Then that leads to all the above, man. And, uh, you know, throughout the show, I'm sure we'll talk a lot about Taylor Heineke and what, <laughs> what, to, what to expect <laughs> the next couple of weeks, man, I'll be honest with you. If this was two home games coming up.
3: You'd be feel good, wouldn't you? I'd
2: be like, dude, hey, let's, let's hit a stretch run. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let's hit this thing downhill, like a snowball rolling downhill. Uh, but you you go on the road to Chicago on New Year's Eve, and we were just talking to Stake about it. You've won two road games this year. Unbelievable. I think you won one last year. I think you won one last year uh, at the beginning of the season. You won, you won an eight-game road losing streak between last year and this year against Tampa. You're in the debt. You're just not good on the
3: road. That's us call it what it is. It's it's one of those things, Mike, when you look at where they're going, they're going to Chicago. It's gonna be cold as hell. We know that. Uh and this team, you know, you just don't know who's gonna show up or how they're gonna show up. And, and we'll talk about Chicago and the problems that they present, especially the quarterback position. Because yes. defensively, they They got some they got they got a good player on each level. They got a great defensive end, they went outside. That's and so true. They have a really good middle linebacker who they traded for I mean signing the offseason and Edmonds. And they got a Johnson is a is a bona fide lockdown corner. Outside
2: yeah. of that, it's not too much. That's so true. It, and um the the bottom line is like when you when you look I just Which game do you feel better about right now, Chicago or New Orleans? Because Uh, I look at Chicago and you look, outdoor, weather, uh New Orleans, hostile, division, tough, you know, that could be a must win for both teams. I don't even know which one I feel good about because they're both road games and they both have their own interesting issues uh, that kind of come about. I don't – I mean (laughs) – <laughs> You're like neither one I, I don't know. I, I mean because see. I mean you know because because of the, the way
3: this team plays and you just don't know. Now they're in a desperation type move. I know we'll talk about the quarterback situation and everything, and I know that uh somebody sent me uh something on Sunday afternoon. I guess uh Terry Bradshaw went off on Arthur Smith. Yeah. I don't respect him and all those different things and so what he did to the quarterback. To have his butt yeah, and so I don't pay nothing no attention to what Terry says anyways. <laughs> but then I thought about it.
2: He had to he had to change quarterbacks.
3: Dude, this dude's gonna get me fired. You know, this dude This dude, This dude. dude
2: might have got me fired. He was like, you yeah. know, he ain't got no respect. Yeah. I get it, man. But to your point, it's like, dude, when somebody says, hey, you either make a change or you lose your job, what am I going to do? do? Hey, you know what I'm saying? If they were like, hey, you got to host with Randy. You ain't hosting with Squid no more. I said, look, man, fire me. Fire me. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I get, but, I mean, but you'd be more well rested. <laughs> hey, uh, let me handle the tease for this one. You got it. You got this coming up. All right, hey, we're going to go about uh, trending stuff coming up in a minute. Some Florida fans are calling him Trader Trevor. Oh, wow. Right. Is this the biggest portal move that we have had in the SEC so far? We'll with that wow. next. Wow. Coming up next on the Midday Show <laughs> with Mike and Randy.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
1: And now, an actual Andy and Randy listener. There's actually a few out there.
3: From the squats to the Springs, sitting up north Sandy. I think I'm doping than any human can be. I'm rig rolling, wheel holding, eating candy, while I'm listening to Randy <laughs> and Andy. <laughs> On Sports Radio
5: 92.9, The Game. Ladies and gentlemen, time now for What's Trending.
1: A look at the top trending headlines of the day. Oh my
5: God.
2: Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Is your heating and cooling system aging? Reliable's got you covered for just $29.99 a month. No deductibles or service fees, just coverage. Call to find out more.
3: <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yeah, man, we <laughs> hey dog. We we have the most creative listeners. Yeah. We ask for these rejoin. We got like seven or eight of them, man. That's hey. one of my favorite ones right there. Because yeah. he's Rick Rowland while he's listening, eating candy. Yeah. While he's listening to Randy and Andy. But the sure. best part is the
2: <laughs> 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 I'm weak right now, man. This is good stuff. Uh yeah, man. Welcome back into the midday show. <laughs> Mike Johnson feeling it for Andy Bunker. The man, Randy Mac. You ever give, you have any good like uh teammates that ever give you good nicknames?
0: Oh
3: man, I tell Randy you, Randy Mack had to I, be up
2: there. I, oh, yeah, it's
3: up there. I, my first ever college nickname. I, I think I was at Georgia maybe a week, and my on, my, my great friend, late Robert Ardnard call, call, started calling me Randy Randy Watson. Yeah, from from, uh, from uh, color uh, from not color purple from coming to America. <laughs> yeah, and so that that stuck with me. And then yeah. Richard Seymour and the other fellow that came in the classroom, they started calling me Watt Dog. And so to this day, they all the ones oh, that came the ones yeah. that uh, came to school with me, they still to this day. Call, Call me dog. that. Yeah. my dog. I got dog.
2: Called, uh, when I showed up at uh, in Atlanta, a uh, longtime center teammate of mine, uh, uh, Tom McClure. Okay. I, I, Mudduk, I got into, right. Yeah, blood Mudduck. Yeah, okay. I, got, I got into a conversation with him about how I used to play baseball in high school. Right. I'm like, yeah, man, I was a good baseball player. He's like, yeah, you were a good baseball player? I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, I used to, you know, I hit, I hit 90 on the radar gun. From that day on, I was a big unit. <laughs> the big unit, bro. Like, like Randy they, Johnson? Like Randy Johnson. <laughs> What's funny is my dad's name is Randy. He's uh, not the big unit. Uh-huh. My dad's name is Randy. Okay. So my, I was like, yeah, my dad's name's Randy. It was the big unit from there on out. So you, you, hold on. You said you hit ninety on the gun. Yeah. Was yeah. It yeah. Like when a I'm strike seeing... or. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay, no. Okay, yeah. Man, I just but it was like that was that was all I had. Oh, okay. you know what I mean. Like right. it, it wasn't an easy ninety. You know what I'm saying? It was. <laughs> like sweating after <laughs> it, the 90. <laughs> hey, the hips were unlocking <laughs> off the mouth. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like it was all I had. It was. Hey, I was three pitches away from Tommy John at that point. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, we I was, it was, yeah. We don't want to do that. We don't want you. I think you picked the right. I was already. I was already six five two eighty five at that point, and so I was just like, hey, it was it was inertia coming down off. That's what it was. The ball was just going to keep going. Uh, Anyways, though, man, uh, fun conversation in the break for me and you talking about, uh, like I said, during the tease, man. Some people, some Florida guys, I'm from Florida, Trader Trevor, Trevor Etienne commits to the Bulldogs. Over the weekend, I think it's one of the, I don't want to say the biggest transfer news in SEC history through, through the portal era, but I think it's the most intriguing because why, why it's that? a guy going from Florida as okay. a leading rusher, the best player on the team, right. and now going to an Would you rider? feel this
3: way if he went to, like, say another – like, if it was – give me another ACC – like Vanderbilt. Would you feel that way?
2: Would I feel that he was a traitor? No. You, you think he's a traitor? No, 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 no,
3: Oh, Oh, no, I'm saying would it be as big of oh, a you No, no, no. Oh, it's, Absolutely it's because not. it is Florida. No, no, no.
2: Because this is this is a guy going from – and, there, by the way, there's been guys that go from Georgia to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. There's been guys that go from Georgia to Alabama, Alabama to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Well, there's something about, like, if, if a guy left Alabama and went to Auburn.
3: You feel a certain way. Or
2: left Auburn went to Alabama. I'd be like, yo, what are we doing? Right. Like, college football is getting off the rails at it this is. point. It is. You know what I mean? It and is. it is getting off the rails uh, to a certain extent. And I mentioned this um, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about this in the morning shift. I don't I don't want to sound like the old man that's, like, not not keeping up with the times. But it's just not the same. It's not the same game it was five years ago. Right. Or Ten years ago, whatever it may be. And I know it's a lot. Listen, there's a lot changed from when you played to when I played. And that was a small window, and I feel like I've been out of the game. I've been out of college football now 14 years. It doesn't even doesn't even look the same. Like well, it not even it's not even not even in the same
3: ballpark. Well, I think my, my I, I can only speak for just what how I view it now, and is that I can't let it get to a point where because I'm a traditionalist. I hate uh, retro uniforms. I hate uh, you know I hate I hate uh, teams playing on. With mutual site games, yeah, I hate neutral, those, site, neutral openers, site games. I yeah. hate those. I hate all that. Yeah. But now it's where it is right now. And so I, I did college football game time for a long time with uh, with Chris Goldforth and John Chuckery and those guys, and they taught me a lot about college. And the one thing they said this, like they said, P- players are going to get paid one day. I said that never happened and they were going to be super confident. Said so that will never happen either. And yeah. damn it if it, if it, if it ain't all like that right now. So my whole thing I try to do is just, hey, it is what it is. That's the times the way it is, and these kids are going to make their money. But, yeah, I mean, I thought that this whole Itian thing was rumored so long ago right after yeah. the season that it eventually came through, and he's a he's a damn good football player. That he's a beast, you, dude. That you want to see that how he reacts to playing with a whole bunch of good football players. And yeah. so that's going to be the special thing with it, man. But, yeah, I mean, so you know, uh, as far as you know, the opt-outs of the bowl game. You remember when everybody got mad at uh, Christian McCaffrey in for out uh, opting out of the Sun Bowl? Uh, Who's going to play with Florida? I know Garrett sent us the thing. Last night, I saw that Rodemaker. He wants to transfer. I know him. I know his dad because his dad was my high school coach. But then he's transferring, and then you see the reason why because they were recruiting other kids out of the portal, and so I'm mad. I'm gonna go somewhere else. So I mean, it's just all about how. Don't you hurt these
2: kids' feelings nowadays? Let me ask you this. Is there going to be any good, like win or loss, right. Georgia, Florida State? Is there anything that you're actually going to take away from that game? No. Because to me, I'm like, dude, like everybody's like, oh, Florida State, go prove, you know, go prove them wrong, or Georgia, go prove them right, or you should have been in. The, like, I'm not going to take anything away either way. Like, right. I'm, I'm going to look at it, and, and this is just from an outsider perspective. I'm going to look at it and go, I don't know. These teams aren't nearly what they were a month ago. Right. Like, they're not even the same. It's not even the same roster, same coaching staff, same nothing. I'm not gonna take anything away either way. But like, my thing is
3: like because you're the, the because me how I root for, my, for for the dogs is I'm gonna have a fun time watching the game because that's my last time yeah. getting to watch them this year. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy and savor all of it and all those different things. But as far as anything you take away, d- just don't get hurt, Carson. Just don't get hurt, Carson. <laughs> you know, it? just don't get you know, just uh, don't get hurt and don't get something that's gonna leaguer in the next season. That's You it. know, that's that's how I, that's my that's my biggest thing. But I'm, I mean, but that's how you got to view it now. And you know, I don't know. You know, I know Florida State, and rightfully so, they deserve to be upset and pissed off about the yeah. reaction.
2: They, they deserve that, right? Yes. You know, and everything because it was—it it was like that. Uh, people hold me to tell—I'm a Bama guy, Why? Right? Bama grad. It's I don't—it a- does not mean that I don't think Florida State didn't get screwed. All right, I, I do think the Bama's is one of the best four right now. I agree, but you—it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. You tell me you went undefeated, won your conference, and I'm like agree. you ain't in. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's, a, that's a tough deal. <laughs> I agree with it. Um, so I think I think both things can be true. Speaking of which, uh, 120, Brandon Adams today. I, you don't know this, but do me and BA. He told me, and hey, we go back. He told me. He you know told. But that was always the first thing, uh, because I, I mean,
3: because you when you started hearing everything, and I, I was getting stories about you, I was like, I don't know, Mike. And like, oh, Mike's a great dude. And so far since I've known you <laughs> and met you, everybody's been one hundred percent correct. But it was Ba that told me. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Well, Mike went to Bama. How yeah. is Mike? Working for Dog and I yes, and I, I got Lord. you because I never asked you this. How the hell was
2: that? Well, we had so SEC Country was a thing. Okay, uh, and we did SEC Country live. All right, uh, which a lot of people don't realize. Man, we were over at Cox uh, down the street. They folded up shop. It was me, BA, I, and then you. Do you know who Brandon Walker is? No, Brandon Walker is. Uh, he's on Barstool. One of the big dudes on Barstool. He was the other. He was the third. He was the third of the trio. He was Mississippi State. Right, and he dude. It was us three in there. We would do. I did Roll Tide daily. He did Dog Nation uh-huh. daily. And I think, I think Brian Walker's show at the time was uh, more cowbell because of Moorhead. Okay. Uh, and so more <laughs> <it went laughs> Because of Joe Moorhead at the time. And, yeah, man, so that was a good time. ENBA NBA uh, chopped it up a bunch. I want to get to this real quick um, before we had to go to break. Speaking of college football, Georgia Tech rolls in the Gasparilla Bowl. I got to be completely honest with you. Okay. All right? And I'm going to be up front with Georgia Tech fans. Um, 14-0, they were down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro – said, I'm turning it off. Mm-hmm. I went to dinner with my wife. Right. Well, I mean, that's more I, more I, I like, hey, we didn't even have a TV. We went to a, a nice restaurant. went to CNS Oyster Bar up in uh, Sandy Springs. Nice restaurant. Went upstairs. No TVs, nothing. I leave, and I'm like, what yeah. the hell happened here? Yeah, man. I said I I
3: because I you know we have a couple TVs where where I was watching it so I had it on one of the TVs and I'm like I saw them down and everything but I saw them come back and I just thought you know and GP's gonna he'll weigh in because he is, he covers tech and everything I just thought it was such a big win for for Coach Key I I I'm a big fan of his I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a big fan guy. of him I'm a big fan of offensive linemen as head coaches I've always been that way and everything like that and we had him on it was so fun we had him on uh, you know. During the season me and Andy and, and we were talking to him. He go in, and he uh, ends the conversation. Go jackets! Mm-hmm. And I just laugh. <laughs> I just laugh so hard. I laugh so I laugh so hard, man. But I understand because he it's knows scary out your shoes, he, he knows what it is about that, that program and yeah. everything. And it, I think that it's a shame because of where it's located and the the talent around that school that right. they should not be better. I, I, I tell the story of these are my boys, Kelly Campbell and Joe Burns, and all them dudes. Them my homies. I yeah. love them, brothers. You ain't telling me that, that, that the academic. Right. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man.
2: Come on, man. So, Brent Key actually got poached from Bama by Jeff Collins. <laughs> um, I was sad about that. I had developed a relationship with Coach Key while he was at Bama. He's O line coach at Bama. He actually kind of partially recruited me when he was at UCF 20, you know, some odd years ago. So, I have a lot of love for him, man. Excited for that program. They're pointing in the right direction. Yes. I think the portal you talk about the good side of the portal mm-hmm. it gives him an extra leg up it does right it's and the one thing he has
3: Mike one thing he has coming back he got a quarterback yeah, he, he got exactly. a he got a quarterback coming back to build around I didn't realize he
2: had 37 touchdowns that's a, and that's a single season mark yeah uh for tech right? total touchdowns total touchdowns total touchdowns he, he was
0: he was really close to passing touchdowns passing yards I mean he was close to a lot of records this year Haynes King was a dog yeah. Yeah. and bust and that, credit to Buster Faulkner Chris Winkie those guys put together a really, really Thank good offense. Know, they yeah. doubled their offensive output from last season.
2: Yeah. Love it's it. incredible. It's good to see. Good, good for them, man. Uh, we got Mike Conti on next. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're
3: going to talk some Hawks. Obviously, in Tanisha's update, uh, DeAndre Hunter's going to be out with the knee. Big news is Jalen Johnson's coming back. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be the savior and everything. This season, to me, right now,
2: and, and it, 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 it's can you make Trey stay? Can
3: you make Trey right. one stay.
2: That's what I, <laughs> my, my theory on other. Are, are they ever going to trade Trey? Trey's going to stay here as long as Trey wants to. Yeah, and he should. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, that's, that's my opinion. Yes. I think he should be allowed. He's, he's probably the second greatest Hawk in franchise history, man. So we'll catch up with Mike, get the ups and downs on, on the Hawks coming back. But uh, it would be fun to catch up with him. It's the midday Hold show. Hold on, this
3: hour is brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. Call 770 755 1516 today. Mike Conti's coming up next.
2: Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app
3: or
0: wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
1: Some more Andy and Randy. Yes! Awesome!
0: All right, daytime Emmy.
1: On Sports Radio 92.9, The game. <laughs>
3: Songs. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is the uh, Midday Show with Andy and Randy. Big Mike's filling in uh, this week. Right? matter of fact, we have a good time and everything. Good football conversation. Top of the hour, we have the uh, NFL no huddle as we get ready to break down because there's so many damn games this weekend, Mike. I was like, goodness, crazy. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three games yesterday. And I guess, you know, what the NFL said to the NBA is, yeah, we know Christmas was yours.
2: Hey, step aside. But uh, I think that uh, they actually came out. I don't know if you heard the NFL came out and said, basically, when Christmas comes on a Tuesday, Wednesday, no game. Right. <laughs> but yeah, every other day of the week, <laughs> we're taking. We own that, we'll, we'll, bro. That's we'll our that, territory. Man. We'll take yeah. that.
3: But that was crazy. And as, as, as we get ready, Hawks back in action tonight. Don't know the status of Jalen Johnson and everything, but we go out to the uh, Wave4.com hotline. We go get the voice of everything known as far as football, basketball, soccer in this city, Mr. Mike Conti.
2: It's time to
4: check in with Atlanta United and Atlanta Hawks broadcaster Mike Conti. to it forward, a shot, score! Brought to you by Lindy and the Empower Home Team.
3: It, it's a shame, Mike, that you're not here. Mm. because I, I, my, my my reply for yesterday on Twitter, it went to my drafts when I saw, I don't know what kind of brontosaurus rib that was you put on the grill <laughs> yesterday, but I was going to ask you to re- please bring me in a piece, because that looked outstanding yesterday. Mm.
4: Well, I'm coming in with some tomorrow. Okay. I had a lot of leftovers. Uh, I'm working from home today, uh, so I'm going to try to maybe really thinly slice it here in a second and have a roast beef sandwich, but, uh, I think I'll have some left for tomorrow. Uh, I I was proud of it. I thought it turned out pretty well. Uh, I was a little aggressive on the size because we had company over, and, uh, you know, that's just what happens. Uh, And the dogs (laughs) end up winning because they get all the scraps. So uh, it was a very Merry Christmas for all of us, and I hope you guys had a great one as well. Yeah, definitely did.
2: Mike, uh, let's talk about the Hawks, man. Um, (laughs) Jalen Johnson obviously going to be the focal point. I don't know what to expect. Obviously, he was having a good run. He was up for, you know, kind of newcomer of the year awards and stuff like that. You've obviously hit the skids here recently. I don't know what this team is. My question to you is, can Trey keep up the pace he's been on, which has obviously been historical, once Mm -hmm. Jalen kind of gets inserted back into this lineup?
4: Yeah, I I don't think Jalen coming back affects what Trey is capable of doing offensively. Uh, I, I don't see... Jalen cutting into Trey's scoring. I don't see Jalen affecting Trey's assists. So I think that 30 and 10 is sustainable. Now, tough game tonight in Chicago, by the way. Bulls have been playing better. Uh, In fact, I think the Bulls have have climbed over the Hawks now into that play-in spot, into that 10 spot right now. So kind of an important game for the Hawks tonight. You know, as far as what to expect from Jalen, I think the big thing, Mike, is I hope there's not this expectation that up, oh, Jalen Johnson's yeah. back, so everything's going to be better starting tonight. Yep. I, oh, you know, J- yep. it, you know, Jalen Johnson. The Hawks were one player away, and that player is Jalen Johnson. Right. Because I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair on Jalen. And I don't think it really reflects reality. I mean, the Hawks were pretty much a mid team with Jalen mm-hmm. uh, before he got hurt in Washington after Thanksgiving. They were about a five hundred team. Uh, they've slipped a little bit below that pace um, because I think they've missed Jalen defensively. But the problem is you have Jalen coming back, which is great. Now you have DeAndre Hunter out for a couple of weeks. So this team just unfortunately has not been able to get healthy and they're getting really, really banged up in spots where they are not as uh, struggling defensively as maybe some other spots on the floor. So, it's been a really, really unfortunate from an injury luck standpoint, but again, I, I just I hope people are realistic that just because Jalen Johnson's coming back tonight, and I think he will play tonight, uh, doesn't necessarily mean anything's going to be dramatically different with the Hawks going forward.
3: But, you know, Mike, you got to find some positive to think about when you're in a situation where this team is because, Mike, I mean, we don't have we have you on every Tuesday. We ask you these questions and everything because we value your insight and everything. And, and you know, they had some heartbreaking loss. I think that was a goal ten uh, against Memphis. I don't know if that was the determining I don't know if that was the determining outcome of how they lost that uh, basketball game, but it's going. Going forward yeah. with having him back, is it just, and I actually this every week, is it just hanging on until you can get healthy? Or, I mean, is there any in-house things right now they can do to
4: try and make themselves a little bit better than they've been? Mm, uh, I think some of it's hanging on until you get healthy. I, I, but, I, again, and I think we've talked about this the last couple of weeks, I just don't know what can dramatically change with this roster the way it is right now. And to me, I, I think you need to make an addition. Uh, if things are going to be dramatically different on on the defensive end. I mean, offense is not the problem. The Hawks are right. one of the highest scoring teams in the league. They've been very efficient offensively. Trey is really playing, I think, the best basketball of his career. The problem is this seven game streak where uh he's had thirty and ten and that ties an NBA record for a length of such a streak, Hawks are only three and four. So Trey's playing the you know some of the best basketball of his career, and it's not translating into wins. And again, it's great that Jalen Johnson is coming back; he'll help. I mean, he's not going to hurt this team at all. He will help, but is he going to make enough of a difference for things to be dramatically changed defensively for this team? I I just don't think so, the way it's constructed right now. But uh, you know, then again, what you have you have a long way to go in the season. You have uh, almost two thirds of the season left. If you get hot, if you get hot for two or three weeks and and snap off like uh, an 8-2 stretch over 10 games, you can get right back in this thing and and, uh, uh, feel pretty good about where you're going heading into the spring. But, um, you know, again, I think a lot of that's just going to be predicated on playing better defense. And I don't know what they can really do internally right now to do a, a whole lot better than what they're doing at this point.
2: Mike, a couple of uh, interesting dates coming up in January. First of all, January 9th, I believe it is, is where kind of the trade market kind of opens up with some of these contracts from the last offseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's a lot, of, a lot of speculation around a couple of guys on the team. But look, right after that, Mike, January 10th, I think you start a five-game home stretch, right? You, and and it's, yeah. it's a couple of winnable games, right? And I think that speaks to your point. If you can rip off an 8-2, and two, I know a lot of people are going to be looking at it January 9th when maybe some bodies move around, but if you can rip off an 8-2 and two stretch you know, before and after that, I think you're kind of setting yourself up, uh, you know, to possibly get hot at the right time.
4: Really good point. And I know some people are going to point to the fact that the Hawks haven't been very good at home this year. I think they're only four and eight at home, but you have to really dig into the schedule and look at the teams that they have played. Uh, You know, a lot of these are one-off home games that are kind of uh, sandwiched in the middle of long road trips. So you, you run into some schedule difficulty there when you can go on a run where you don't have to travel for a week and a half, it just might help to settle the team down a little bit. I think that will help them. This is going to be a schedule that will be heavily backloaded with home games, the second half of the season, because the Hawks have had all these crazy long road trips to begin with. They still haven't gone to the West coast yet, but even that's a little bit different this year. They really have only one super long West coast trip. And then they have another two game trip where I think they go to Phoenix and Denver. And that's about it. So, yeah, Mike, that's a great point. Like, if you just look at the calendar, it does feel like it's going to be a lot more manageable going forward. You just, again, have to hope that they get hot. And uh, hopefully they can string together a a couple wins at home. Honestly, I think they have a really good chance even this week. They have winnable games, Chicago, uh, Sacramento, Washington, uh, that would be some nice momentum going into a three-day break for New Year's, and then hosting the Thunder.
3: Mike, what did you think of the game on Sunday? About the Falcons? I mean, obviously they won the game. I mean, kind of handily and everything. <laughs> was, like when you're sitting there watching this game, what was your initial thought process after the game?
4: Where was this all year? <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> that was that was my thought process. Now, I mean, I, I think uh, it's a credit to the Falcons that I thought they played about as well as they could play. In all three phases, I thought they could play, they played about as well as they could play. Uh, Really, just another testament to how strong defensively this team has been this year, how challenged this defense has been, being put in really awkward field position uh, situations because of either turnovers or offensive miscues or put in really awkward time of possession situations in the second half which they avoided on Sunday. So the defense just went out and kind of did their thing. And yeah, I thought Taylor Heineke played well. I think you see the difference between a quarterback that takes care of the football and a quarterback that struggled to take care of the football. So uh, really glad to see the Falcons with that kind of performance when a lot of people were shoveling dirt over this team. Uh, it's still a very, very long and twisty and probably unlikely road to the playoffs but all you can control is what's ahead of you. And, uh, you know, if you beat Chicago and maybe get a little bit of help with the Tampa Bay loss, uh, you could be playing for it all at the Superdome in two weeks. And, and I think that that could be a lot of fun. But really impressed with the performance on Sunday. Can't think of really even a single negative from that game.
2: Uh, Mike, speaking of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, man, big week for you before we let you go. I got how many uh, How many of those Penn State Nittany Lions folks visit in town? Man? How many people heading down here? for that Man,
4: concert? I'll tell you, it's crazy. So, so I have family in town uh, from Pittsburgh. They're actually going home before um, the game. So it, it's Leanne's side of the family. So they're Penn State fans. They're not quite as hardcore as I am. But we were at the airport picking them up. and This was before Christmas. And I'm already seeing Penn State people coming to town. It, it's almost like the secret hasn't quite gotten out yet that Atlanta in December is not quite the same as like South beach or Sarasota or Key West or anything like that. But, uh, uh, I, I, it's crazy. I had some Facebook friends, um, check in from the aquarium yesterday. Like they're here, they're, they're around Atlanta and they're uh, checking out all the tourist stuff and everything. I think there's going to be a big Penn state contingent on, on Saturday. I think Miss will show up and rep well as, as well. And, I'm just looking forward to a great game. I can't wait for this tailgate. I've been waiting 15 years for this tailgate, you got gentlemen. Your spot, Mike, you know did, you,
3: did you get a spot? Yeah. Did they let? You, did, did you have to go there and say, "This is Mike Conti. Yeah. I'm the boss over the game." Call Mr. Blake. I, I need me well, a spot. Did you? Did, did, did you have to flex a muscle? Yeah. Don't
4: you know who I am? Is generally not a <laughs> phrase that got me very far, but uh, uh, I, I am I am very appreciative Uh the folks over at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They were able to help me out and get in the backyard. So I'll be uh, flying my Penn State flag uh, very high and very proudly in the, the chilly weather on Saturday. And guys, I hope you come. I mean, even if you're not going to the game, you're you're more than welcome to join me. So uh, I hope to see you guys there. And, and like I said, I'm going to bring in some. Prime rent tomorrow and we'll see uh, what you guys thought of it. I tried a different recipe this year, but I was pretty pleased with it. Yeah. I love it,
2: man. Uh well look, good luck to uh the Penn State uh, Nittany Lions this weekend, man. We are. Uh and uh, obviously good luck to the Hawks tonight. Appreciate you hanging out with us, man. I wish uh Mike, I wish we got you on the on the morning shift every now
4: and then, man. We gotta make that happen. You, you, you talk to your producer. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's still wet behind. You guys the ears, all the man. Time, like Talk to your producer now. And and, and by the way, really, I love hearing you guys together today. This has been a lot of fun listening to you, so keep up the good work. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it, Mike. Enjoy
3: enjoy yourself, and we'll see you later on. Ah, good stuff, man. Always good to talk to Mike and everything, and you know, I, I bum recipes off Mike all the time because yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't
2: take you for a cook, man. I'll Dude, be honest with you. I
3: guess didn't. I guess
2: busy. A grillsman, I, I would
3: thought. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm an a master you know, chef I sit guy. Squidbillies got Omaha steaks and everything. Now, going on. But like him, he puts them damn jumper cables in his he meat. Does. I don't need all that. Yeah. Real cook, we don't we don't Let need jumper be for cables.
2: Yourself, right? We don't need
3: jumper yeah. cables, man. Hey, this hour <laughs> <laughs> again is brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence. Building successful partnerships, call 770-755-1516 today. Hey,
2: coming up next, we're going to go uh, no huddle, I think you guys call it on this show, yes in sir. the huddle on the morning shift. No huddle, no huddle. for the midday show. we going to talk about those Falcons, man. Are they back on track? Are they going to get hot? What has to be done up in Flowery Branch this week? Coming up next, midday show, Mike and Randy.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix,